with Mina and Elizabeth. Hi, hello. Hey. We are back. Better than ever. I'm Elizabeth Her. You're Elizabeth Her. I'm Mina Her. <laughs> and we're the Her and Her podcast. <laughs> don't, don't confuse them. The first thing. Hey, you lied to me. Okay. I'm Mina Her. And I'm Lizzie Her. And we are the Her, the Her and Her, Her Show. Yes. If you've been listening to us and our almost 50 episodes, mm. you would already know who we are. You feel me? I feel you. Mm-hmm. So, Mina. So, um, you know, per <laughs> usual, I per have usual. to remind my wonderful, beautiful audience yes. um, of a couple of things that are very important to your host here and to you yes. in order for us to keep this going. So, I would like you to... Okay, we could cut it out. No, that was that was my sound effect. Oh. <laughs> that was like a drum roll. <laughs> it was a drum roll. I would like you to Yes. Make mm. sure that you're following us on Instagram at her and her podcast. Um, following us on SoundCloud at her and her podcast. And um, when you follow us on SoundCloud, you you know you'll get notifications of the new tracks. Make sure that you're reposting the tracks, you're loving them, you're liking them, you're commenting, you're reposting them. And then you can also catch us on the iTunes podcast platform, which is on your iPhone already. It's a little purple icon with a little white symbol on it. And you can subscribe to the podcast. That way you'll get updates and it will keep you notified when there's a new episode and new content. Bam. You know, we and you know, we don't mean to um ostracize the Android people, you know. Well one soon. We got something for them soon. Yeah, but you know, I don't know nothing about nobody's Google Play, you know. But um Find somebody who, uh, just download SoundCloud, you know, and that works for everybody. doesn't matter what phone you have, you know. But we're just Apple people, and so we just cater to the Apple people. No shade, no tea. No, you know, no shade, you know, nothing wrong with the, you know, you send a long text message, it sends it back in seven messages like this is 1900s. It's okay, you know. You can still listen to the podcast, you know what I mean? Yep. But anyway, okay, so today... We had uh, one of our faithful male listeners um, sent us a couple questions and things that he really wanted to know more about. And I was like, well, if one man wants to know, all men want to know. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. And from this person, you must do the same thing for us that you do for, well, you must do the same thing for him that you do for us when you follow us. Yeah. You have to follow him. I believe his social media is at Yashar G. Y-A-S-H-A-R-G. Yes. His music is like super dope. He is. He's super dope. So yeah. And we love you. We love you. Thanks for the topic. Yeah. So we had to, you know, this is our first episode live. And um and we had to tell him we love him in a very special way because he is a faithful listener. So we decided to use his questions as our subject for this episode. Um, so um, it's going to be what when most men cheat, um, it's instinct. 
But when women cheat, it's emotional. And how do we feel about that? Do we agree? Do we disagree? Have we ever been in a situation where we felt like it was imbalanced? Um, And why do we think it's harder for a man to forgive a woman when she cheats and vice versa? Um, Which, you know, I think that's one of those things where you're never really going to find a real rooted answer. I think it's per situation, you know? But I think it's one of those things that's just going to die with time. You know, it's just never going to go away. I just think that that's how we're built. But before we get into that, we're definitely going to have her question of the week, her story, and of course, her quote by Yellow Yam. Hi, I'm Yellow Yam. (laughs) So yes, that is our roundup. And uh, we're going to kick it off with, when most men cheat, it's instinct. And when women cheat, it's off of emotion. Do we agree? No. You had to take a moment? <laughs> I Okay, yes. I agree, but I disagree. Because I feel like when I hear, like, a man cheats, it was his instinctive nature. It's like, so you're making excuses? So you're telling me... Like, because you were bred to be a hunter, you're always hunter hunting even after you found your, your catch. Yep. So you're never satisfied is what you're telling me. Nope, always hungry. So don't, then go hunt. <laughs> don't be in a situation where you're going to cheat. I, do, I, I understand it because oh, yeah. the hunt, you know, the hunter wants to hunt. It just it makes sense. But at the same time, it's like if you know... That you're you're you want to go hunt, go hunt. There's there's women out there that's like, hey, <laughs> ready, ready for it. Yeah, but don't be with a woman who is she thinks that she got she got caught. You you got your catch, mm-hmm. and we are gonna sit down and and um and enjoy each other, and then you out there still looking for something else to catch. Unless she mm-hmm. likes to she likes to go catch stuff with you, then that's that's different, different story. It's different whole nother show. I think you have to, like, be very, very, like, aware of what it is you're capable of doing. You know it's shaky for commitment. Maybe you shouldn't be getting into a situation. Yeah. Because I do agree with what he's saying. Like, I agree with that. I do agree. Because women, you're lacking something when you cheat. You felt neglected. Mm-hmm. The other man made you feel beautiful. Um, he doesn't put you down. You feel empowered, like all of these things. Maybe he let you do some weird shit in the bedroom, mm. and it made you feel emotionally strong. I don't know. It's the, there's a multitude of combinations and reasons why. Yep, sure is. But that's why I said I feel like it's one of those things where, regardless of how time moves and changes, I think it's just embedded in our DNA, just who we are as men and women. And I think I, I think what differentiates is, is your tolerance level. So, and your commitment, like your understanding of what commitment means to you and, and your union. Because I've seen men forgive and move on multiple times in a relationship that I know that if that was a different man, it would have been a wrap for her. So I think we all have a different level and understanding of hard times, of what it means to really love someone and be there. I mean, of course, I can keep going on into why you accept that. It's because you're lacking other things, but we'll move on. Stay on the base, the base, the base level. (laughs) 
Stay in the lobby. <laughs> for at least right now. For at least right now. But um, so, yeah, I, that's why I said I feel like it is a very per situation thing because, you know, I know that in my past relationships, I think I tested the waters because I knew I could. I never tested waters where I knew the repercussions and the consequences were going to be um, unforgivable. So I think sometimes we move according to the subconscious of how we feel about our partner. If you think that she's never going to leave you, this is it. I've made her the woman she is. Regardless if she finds out tomorrow, she's going to get over it. You're going to be more, more likely to test those waters because you feel like she's not going anywhere. Now, you should never feel that about any human being because everyone has a tolerance level. Some people is high, some people's low. You don't know. But I feel like if you... I feel like you, you, okay, when it comes to men and instinctual behavior, there's some level of an attraction there. There's some allure. There's fantasy. There's something of that nature. When a woman actually sexually commits to another man, she has already been cheating on you a long time ago in her head. Mm -hmm. They've been texting. They've been doing. It was an emotional buildup. Absolutely. Like, I'm not saying some women just don't pick themselves up, tap a dude on the shoulder and say, hey, let's go and do it. I've seen that. Right. But most of the time. Most normal women. (laughs) But most of the time, there's buildup there. She has a true attraction to him. Like, more than likely, if a woman cheats on you, she's probably going to leave you. Mm-hmm. That's her intent. Like, she hasn't really figured out the move she wants mm-hmm. to make, but... That's just like when women pack up, like, and they leave their entire family for uh, for a new man to build a new family. Like, that's deep. That's deep. For a woman? Hell yeah. That's deep. For a woman? Definitely. She is emotionally... There was, there was no availability for mm-hmm. that first situation. Like, mm-hmm. none. But you always have to ask... What happened in that situation? Like, what happened in that relationship? What was lacking? You know, what, where was the communication? Where was the trust? Where was the respect? Because I feel like most women who cheat on someone that they're committed to, there's a lack of respect there. Mm-hmm. Um, or they feel like um, their partner isn't fulfilling a role that their partner probably has no idea mm-hmm. that exists. So <clears throat> most of the time, I, um, it's those things and then not communicating what you want because women are, are we're very poor in that area like we don't we think men are supposed to just read our minds they're supposed to pay attention to the things we do and don't do that does not happen until deep connection that means you've been through some shit you've been together for several several years like those things does not happen for a very long time so for the first mm, 5 to 10 years you're still going to be trying to figure that out now women figure it out faster because i just think we're that nurturing part of who we are it's like our mission yes. what do you like what do yep. you what are the things that because we always want to make you happy mm-hmm. we're always going to try to figure that out we mm-hmm. you know part of our purpose here is um <clears throat> I feel like that whole concept of mother nature, like we are the mothers mm-hmm. that na- that nurture, you know, so. You know, also like, this is on the subject, but not really. Mm-hmm. But like, even like as a woman, when you're trying to fulfill that role and like 
you get turned down or not even turned down but like somebody tells you like okay somebody asked me to do something for them mm-hmm. a guy and i did it mm-hmm. and that wasn't what you were looking for so you, you told me you, your rea- your reaction was oh you just put whatever you just did whatever and in my head, I'm like, oh, unappreciative of the task that was. Right. Okay. Because you weren't clear as to what you wanted. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't able to fulfill it. To your expectations. To your expectations. But I did it to the best of my ability. And now Correct. you make me feel like shit. Right. Because it's not good enough for you. Mm-hmm. But, but, you, <laughs> and women are always, always going to be in this situation because men also feel like. You're supposed to read their mind as well, but right. they ne- but their mind is never made up. Mm-hmm. So even if you had the capability of reading their mind, you'd get nothing because they still don't know. Mm-hmm. They want you to just pull it from the sky. And you're just, a woman. You're all knowing. Yeah. Which I thank you. I appreciate that. That's a compliment. But it also needs to be realistic and make sense. But I always feel like if you ask somebody to do something and you didn't like it, then you should have done it yourself. Yeah. But men feel like they just they feel like they delegate and they tell you what they want. Or they don't tell you what they want, but they think you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that carries that reigns true in like all parts of the relationship. Like you have to be vocal. Like you have to say like what you want from what you don't want, whether it's emotionally, physically, because then you come to cheating. Yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, not every situation, not every person, of course, is the same. Everyone doesn't have the same uh sexual desires, but there has to be a common ground there, you know? Right. Like, if your man keeps asking you for a threesome and you're not comfortable with that at all, you need to let him know that. Don't ask me. It's not happening. Take it off the table. If that's something you need, let's call this quits right now and have a nice day. Because don't close your eyes and just do it. Right. You're going to hate yourself in the morning. You're going to regret. You're going to have regret. Resentment. Yeah, and resentment. Absolutely. And then constantly feel like you're not enough. It's going to become deep-rooted and deep-seated to a point where it's going to eat away at your marriage or your right. relationship. So you're better off at just being completely on. And if you are open to it, just say, I'm open to it, but I'm not quite there yet. You know, At some point, I will definitely think I can get there, but right now I'm just not. You know, I think that's another thing. Like For women, we have like this thing in our head like if a man tells you he's not ready for something or he doesn't want something, we have like this thing in us that feels like it's going to change. Mm. Men, it's like definitive for yeah, them. Yeah, cut and dry. You tell them, I don't want a threesome today. She says she's never going to have a threesome. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I want. So I guess I got to go find it somewhere else. Definitely. Like, definitely. Definitely. And I, I, that's just who I am as a person, though. Like, if I say something today to you, like, um, I don't really like going outside when it rains. And then you come over and it rains and we go outside. And you told me, girl, I thought you said you never like you you never cross this circumstances. Maybe we really need something outside and we gotta go. Or my dog really gotta use but the bathroom. You're not hyped to go outside. No, no but that's what it is. Right, but you gotta. I, I, so that to me just <laughs> makes me think of men when they when they think like absolutely it's never gonna happen. Mm-hmm. It's like there's no instances or. Um, experiences or situations that come that could mm-hmm. potentially change mm-hmm. the dynamic, you know, just the it's way old. in which you view that or, or would have to. You There's know? always a loophole. Yeah, absolutely. Everything. Absolutely. Okay. But I think men are more concrete. Mm-hmm. Like, I think how they think, because they're more analytical, you know, we move with more passion and emotion. They move with more logic. And stupid. <laughs> are you dumb? <laughs> So I think that we think so differently, 
But when it works, it works really, really well. Like, if you hone in on what you're good at and he hones in on what he's good at, I mean, it's magic. And worry about taking care of one another. Yes. Like, caring for you. Worry about him. He worries about about you. you. And everybody's taken care of. You know, I heard that. I forgot what show I was watching. Creflo Dollar. It was Creflo? It was Creflo Dollar. We watched it together. Oh, I keep thinking it's T.D. Jakes because I'd really prefer to give him the credit. But anyway, moving on. Brother Creflo. (laughs) And it was, and when he said that to me, I was like, wow, I think my mind shifted that day. But basically, that's what he was saying. Like, he was like, when you're in a relationship and you're trying to, like, fight, like, I need this, I need this. And he's saying, I need this and I need this. If you work on what each other wants, like, I'm working on what he wants Mm -hmm. to fulfill his needs and wants, and he works on, so you're making each other so happy. You're going to be fulfilled. There's no way that that that, right unfulfilled there's no void at that point we worried about each other we're taking care of absolutely we're like we're there if you know i like to hold hand walk in the park and eat candlelight dinners and you make sure that happens once a month and i know you like a home-cooked meal you like to watch movies you like to make sure you know things is together and i make sure those things are done i don't see any unhappy people here yep you know, but we're too worried about I, 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 and me, 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 and you're wrapped up in your emotions and you can't see clearly through the end of the tunnel. And then you have unhappy people that end up, you know, going outside at the bar, tapping people on the shoulder, trying to get with them. Then you set the whole tunnel on fire. <laughs> it's in a blaze. <laughs> so, for, um, okay, let's move on to the next question. Why do we think, I think we kind of answered this too, right? Why do we think it's harder for a man to take a woman back? No. It's a little bit more specific. Mm-hmm. So why do we think it's harder for a man to take a woman back after cheating? Sorry. <coughs> uh, for a man to take a woman back after cheating versus a woman taking a man back. Okay. So men are territorial. Women are territorial as well. But men are territorial. So anytime a man feels like he's stepping on his turf and what's his, it's like, you fucking with my shit. You fucked with my shit. You tainted it. Like, now what I'm supposed to do? Now how? Now how? And I think men... <laughs> no. Now how? I think men also understand that um, women are emotion-driven. Emotion mm-hmm. And they know that, like, oh, wow, she really went that far? Like, oh, so you really went that far? Like, oh, so you, you sucked another nigga's dick? Mm, mm, like that. Mm, like, you know? Mm, mm, mm. Like, shame, shame, shame. Yeah. Like, you laughed at another man's jokes. Oh. A guy texted me one time. He's mm. like, you laugh, would you ever laugh at another guy's jokes? And I was like, why are you asking me this? He said, you laugh at his joke. You might as well have gave him head. Oh, my Lord. He's deep. so sensitive. Yeah. I laugh at everybody's jokes. Mm-mm, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I definitely feel like I must be sucking a lot of dick out here. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I like to laugh. The joke is funny. I'm laughing. I'm not on his lap caressing his head. I mean, that's how it feels to them. It's on you. It's, uh, that's the territory. No, with them, it, when they're laughing at a joke, laughing at a girl's joke, they they halfway up her ass. Yeah, hand hand and all. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I so I feel like they are aware that. In those kind of situations that we are emotion driven and they know like, damn, you went far. Like, that's far. And I think they're they're and men are more emotional than we are. So it's yeah. like they're so in their emotions, but they act like they're not. But they're in their emotions to a point where like, damn, you really did that. You really like embarrassed me. Yep. You really like you betrayed me. You went somewhere else. 
to get what I could have gave you. Mm-hmm. Now he's feeling inadequate about his penis. Mm. He's feeling inadequate about the way he loves you. Mm. Everything. His $2 flowers he gave you, mm. he feels like it's not good enough. Mm. Somebody shame, gave you them, them roses shame, that never shame. die. You know, like, shame, all of these shame, things. Shame. But women, I feel like women wouldn't be so accepting of a cheating man if it weren't for our societal views. Because... I feel like society and the way in which we watch people in relationships has made it acceptable to take a man back after he cheats. Like, I don't think women are thinking on their own, like, I don't have to take you back. There could be another man out there, like, we're thinking, like, is it really that bad all the time? Can I forgive you? Like, how far did it go? Why, why, why is that a question? If it's not your husband or like somebody yeah. you're really progressively like moving in a great direction with and they had they made a mistake, all right, we can talk about it. Like definitely go for it if that's truly what's in your heart. But mm-hmm. if in your heart of hearts you're asking yourself questions that you know are crazy, I feel like no. You you're just accepting it. You feel like it's okay. You feel like it's okay. Nobody is thinking of the fact that maybe, maybe it's not okay that you cheated on me. Maybe I am gonna walk away after the first time. Maybe I don't have to wait for the fourth girl, the fourth incident, or the whole relationship, or the baby that you had. Mm, 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 mm. I think because we think about history. We Mm -hmm. think about the time, Mm -hmm. the work, the effort, Mm -hmm. uh, the years, the pain, the tears, the laughs, Mm -hmm. the, the, you know, the happy, the sad, the... You know, the pictures that we took when we were in Cancun together on the beach. The vulnerability, sister. The vulnerability. And I think that's what we think about. I think we think about losing all of that. Yeah. And having to rebuild that with another person is as detrimental Mm -hmm. as walking away. Mm -hmm. So. Like uh, a death. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And we mourn for real. You know, it's not going to be a, okay, you know, he cheated and we moved. And you still love that person. Unless you got a zombie that keeps coming back to life. <laughs> Will <Zombie>. not die. <laughs> Girls, I hope you're not out here falling in love with zombies. Okay. And if you are, walk walk fast. Because they can't walk fast. <laughs> walk fast. But, um, but on a serious note, I think... Um, I agree with you in terms of um, societal views, of course. Um, You've seen your mother do it. You've seen your grandmother do it. You've seen your great-grandmother do it. You see it on TV. And and what society leads you to believe is that you're strong if you do it. Mm -hmm. That, you know, a powerful, strong woman can take a man back and build a successful marriage and relationship. And you're weak if you walk away because, Mm -hmm. you know, only weak women wouldn't be able to handle the... um, the conflict and the stress and and the chaos that comes with when you cheat, mm-hmm. um, which I agree and disagree with. I agree in terms of not weak. I don't agree with her being weak if she walks away, but I do agree that it takes even more power to stay. Um, but you as a woman have to determine the man that you're with, you have to determine if this makes sense for you, your future, and if you have children. And I think that's that's the core of what it is. Not, 
Um, don't go on anything else. You can't ask a girlfriend. You can't ask your mother. Everyone's going to have a biased view. You and God. Yes. And that's the only person who you need to sit down with, kneel down, pray, write a letter, meditate, light your candle. And that's the only way that I think you can come to an answer you have to figure out is your risk your your risk and your loss versus um what's the word I'm looking for? Uh is it is it going to be more beneficial for you to stay with him than to walk away? And that's that's ultimately what you have to ask yourself. And how and did this situation destroy a layer of who you are that you're now going to have to rebuild? And how deep is it? And can that person help you heal? Are they going to genuinely, willing? yeah, willing to be an equal participant to get us even better than where we were before? Surmountable. I have a question. So, mm-hmm. like, I've seen situations where women have um, had things like memories and children and a life with someone, but they didn't allow that to be, like, the reason why they decided to stay, but it was more of a crutch. Mm, okay. A crutch, you know? So it was like, but we have this. You're not thinking about... The impact. Yeah, or mm-hmm. we're already operating... We already co-parent in our own right. Like, So it's not going to affect my children in a negative way. Or like, okay. you know, you're just using it as, girl, but we have kids together. Girl, but we have this. Girl, but we went to Cancun together. Girl, but we've been together mm-hmm. for so long, you know? Mm-hmm. And maybe that's a younger thing, like, in within my generation more so. Like, Mm-mm. no? Okay. <laughs> no, baby. Well, because no. I know what's happened more with my, like, younger friends. Mm-mm. It's, no, I know friends, parents, I know, and that's a whole nother generation than us. Um... To be honest with you, I think I think 50-50 on our generation. I think more women are feeling empowered to just know that that's not something you need to accept or it's not a level of success. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think, you know, of course, the other half is, you know, you, you're culturally bound to feeling like you're a superwoman if you can overcome that. Right. Um, so I think it's 50-50. I mean, I've I've seen older, older women who I believe that should know way better and will take a man back and keep it moving. I know in my culture um, that we, I, me and my friends would laugh about it all the time. Like, our parents would never get divorced, mm. but they would live separate lives in the house. That's a curvy thing. Like, they mastered how to co-parent. Mm-hmm. And still do their own yeah, thing. Separate bedrooms. Yeah, live separate. upstairs, mm-hmm. live downstairs, like still pay bills together, still go to functions together, and, and function like a family. But they're miserable. But they're miserable. I've even seen ones that aren't miserable per se. Like when you see them, you, they, they function normally, you right. know what I mean? But it's like, you, are you going to marry, like, are you going to actually entertain another woman? Are you going to entertain another man? No, because where are you bringing them to? And I also feel like that is a hindrance to your growth. It's a hindrance to your, ch- if you have children watching, that's a hindrance to their growth, your, your, your ex's growth. Like, how can we move forward if we're, like, we're sitting in it? <laughs> we're sitting. Mm-hmm. In the actual shit. Shit. Just... Doing backstrokes in that bad boy <laughs> like a pig right now, yeah. I totally agree with that. But you know, most of them, it's most of uh, the 
I feel like most of the the marriages that have done that have children, mm-hmm. you know, and so they feel like you have to be the sacrificial lamb when it when it comes to your children because you want them to have the best possible life ever. You don't want them to be the the children of divorce divorced parents and the stigma behind that. And misery you, is better than divorce. Yep. Yeah. And I don't know. I. For me, I always think that if it's that bad, like if you can't even occupy the same space, then what makes you think that you can raise these children under the same roof and still provide them a healthy, balanced life when the two of you cannot even have a conversation? You ha- And <clears throat> I think parents who do that do, do those things or occupy that way feel like children are stupid. Like, they don't have, like, like you doing this behind some, like, <laughs> brick wall that no one can see, mm-hmm. and you're doing all these things, like, they have blindfolds on and they can't see. Like, I think even babies feel it. Like, if there's any discord, that's all energy. I, I could hide it. I can pretend that it doesn't happen, but you're going to see it. As your children grow, they're going to see it. So it's like, how long are you going to live a facade and a lie? Mm-hmm. And then you don't realize that those emotions start to build inside of you and create disease. They need a soul clearing. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of them. That's another, that's another episode. But, yeah. And then, um, and then you don't realize how, how much hurt it has done to you. And I think sometimes some mothers carry some level of not only resentment towards their partner, but to their children. Like, if I didn't have you, I wouldn't have had to deal with this. If I didn't have you, I could have walked away or I could have, you know, made a different decision or I wouldn't have been as stressed out or why didn't I see it from the first time? Like, some women will look at their children as the reason as why they stayed or or blame them as life goes on and it didn't pan out the way they wanted. But in life, one thing that God has given us is free will and choice and decisions and even if you have children, you have to do self-preservation because you're not going to be good to them if you are not good to yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's just what it is. I can't, I can't be the, the, the superwoman and the best mother of the world if I'm, if I'm literally living in chaos every day. Mm-hmm. How can I take care of you? How can I fulfill I you and give you think. everything? Right. I'm making food angry. I'm doing your laundry With angry. <laughs> Putting energy into the food, energy on your clothes. When you spill something, you're wondering why, because your mom was tight. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's just one of those things that I feel like it's always going to be there. It's never going to go away. But I also think it's it's per situation. You know, you've got to determine what works best for you, what makes sense for you. And I also don't think it's it's, we're also under the impression that, what breaks people up is cheating all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, people actually do fall out of love with one another. And I think, yes, that di- that stems from, like, discord and miscommunication and not putting in forth effort anymore um, because relationships and marriage is hard. It's probably one of the hardest jobs you'll ever do in your life. Like, going to your nine to five or, or being an entrepreneur is a cakewalk compared to being in a relationship in a, or marriage, you know? So, um, yeah, it's not a, it's not an easy thing. <laughs> you bat your eyes like you got something to say. 
just listening. But um, yeah, we think that it's it's we think that cheating is the only thing. Yeah, I agree. It's not. And it's not like. You could get tired of someone saying the same thing to you over and over again. You know, like, oh, your husband or your wife loses their job or whatever, and you just never, they never quite get back on their feet. Like, mm-hmm. are you going to be a person to support them through it and figure it out and be, you know what I mean? Or you going to come home every day and bark down their throat about how many resumes they filled. You know what I mean? Like, you got to ask yourself, are you really going to be there through thick and thin? Are you really going to figure it out? Are you going to think outside the box? And also, don't walk down the aisle if you can't imagine yourself with that person having children or living on the street. Don't be so blinded by the wedding. That's that's also is another. <laughs> we should title that. Oh, were you blinded by the wedding? Was it the ring or was it the love? <laughs> <laughs> I want these three carrots, just like we talked about on the other episode when the man just came home from jail and she looking for a two carat ring. Mm-hmm. In days. And and the update is she is now paying for that ring on her own. Of course. Of course. And she should be because that was the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. I think that's another thing about, like, cheating. Um, did I say this already? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, putting things on people that they don't have for themselves, that they don't want for themselves, but they do it because they feel obligated to. Like, putting marriage on somebody, but they had no, no, no plans for marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like. That wasn't in their future. Yeah. Like, you can't make plans and make the shoe fit and then when the shoe really don't fit later on you you're wondering why it's slipping off and it doesn't make sense well because they didn't want to do that from the beginning and then they felt unfulfilled because did you ever ask him right <laughs> and he said he was like i feel obligated to do it because yeah. no you know, i don't want by you me. no i that is that is one thing that i never ever ever want someone to do just be just do something for me or love me or be with me because they feel obligated mm-hmm. that's the worst you i just hate, cheated on me i hate that word yeah, i don't cheated. even use it i don't even say like oh i do something for someone because i feel obligated to do it no i either do it with my heart i do it for real or i don't do it at all that's mm-hmm. it I'm not, that to me feels like, when you say, use the word obligation, it feels like, um, when you, you know, you got to go to work to pay your bills, like you only go there because you got to pay your bills. Like, I feel like I'm not, um, important. I'm not, um, loved. I'm not, um, like looked at as, it's just something you have to do. You don't. Yeah. You don't want to. There's do no it. joy mm-hmm. in um, holding my hand through this journey, mm-hmm. you know. And so, for me, I rather you not. Mm-hmm. Just don't. Just say, you know, I just can't do it, or you know, I won't be able to. Mm-hmm. Because to me, those are clear signs. It's clear as day to me. Mm-hmm. For me, other uh, people might want to dig through the garbage and figure it out. Not I. But that to me is clear. Like I can figure out the kind of person you are. I can see if I want to like take you on this ride. All the other, I don't want to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't want to do it. Like I'm not like. T- and I think we take for granted how precious our time is on Earth. Like mm-hmm. if I'm gonna sit here and dig through the garbage that you're giving me, for, I could have given all that love to somebody who really wants it. Who's really gonna give it to me? Who's gonna reciprocate that? Who 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 cares about my well being? If I'm okay, who loves me truly and for real? Sometimes we wait for the person we think we chose mm-hmm. to to appreciate what we are and what we give, and that never happens. And then 
you're sitting there wondering why you feel unfulfilled and wondering why they didn't accept it the way you wanted them to accept it and reciprocate it the way you wanted it reciprocated. Well, because that wasn't a part of their plan. That's just not the person. Move on and give your love somewhere else. That's very powerful, you know, to realize that you could be giving your time and your love to someone else. Girl, I, I just had an epiphany. <laughs> <laughs> Look at God. Won't he do it? Yes. <laughs> For real, you know, and... Don't think you know, because you really, really don't. And I tell you this all the time. Like, before I met my husband, I knew, like, no, that was a man I was going to marry. Like, I tell you all the time, you tell people, boyfriend. don't don't, don't play yourself. Like, yeah. no. And, I mean, of course, there were things about him that my mother loved him as a person, but there were things about him as a man that she felt uncomfortable with seeing a future, mm-hmm. you know. And understandably so, as I stood outside of it. And I went away to school and he didn't. I was able to really see that, you know? And I'm glad that I was eventually open to to change and not and not holding on to something because it has history. And he was always there for me. He was always good to me. As he never he, he was he was a beautiful, wonderful person. Um, but he wasn't for me. And that's another thing. Like you think because they're all these things, they're for you. You don't know who's for you until that thing slaps you in the face. And you're like, oh, okay. Oh, you open your eyes real quick. You know what I mean? And I think that's, a, that's, that's another powerful thing. I think I just really thought about something for real just now. <laughs> Why do you look so quick? <laughs> but for real, like. No, because this is my life right now. Like, you think in your mind, like. Oh, they're everything. Like he was. I mean, there, but the things that I felt like he lacked were things that we could figure out and work on. Right? No, ex- yeah, that's ex- what that's I thought. How you feel. And I'm like, okay, well, if I have to figure it out for the both of us, Yo. I'm gonna do it. And I realized that that would have been detrimental to the to the woman I am today. And you don't realize like how much that takes away from your own journey because you essentially want. Our journeys to make sense and not make it makes sense yeah because we're supposed to help each other like even if we're trucking it and trying to figure it out we hand in hand like you got your shit over there i got my shit over here let's like you know but if somebody's not willing and you got to keep stopping to be like Mm -hmm. you here today Mm -hmm. you want to do this today or dragging i feel like you dragging like so not only are you part of my baggage but then i got i'm dragging you and then you dragging your baggage Mm-hmm. My first ever relationship. My arm hurts. Was like that. I dragged him. <laughs> he was like Stone Age when you hit him over there and dragged mm-hmm. him back to the cave. <laughs> yep. On my shoulder. And the nigga cheated. Mm. So. You just don't know. You, and you always have to, like, I tell you, he's like, self preservation is real. Mm-hmm. It is. And I mean, yes, it becomes a little bit more difficult when you get into a really serious relationship. But in time, you figure out balance and what works for you and how to communicate that in a way in which another person will respect it. Mm-hmm. Because um, no, no human being is going to respect you or what you do unless you do it. Unless you respect you and respect what you do or what you love or what you're passionate about, it will not read to another person. So they Shut won't respect down. it. Yeah. And they won't respect you. And if they don't respect you... There's nothing else to talk about. <laughs> For real. Nothing. Because respect is the foundation. If mm-hmm. there's no respect, there's nothing else. Mm-hmm. <sighs> mm, 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 mm. We could talk about this all, all day. day. <laughs> it's 
So what's next for us? Okay. So do you think that cheating is an unforgivable act? <laughs> you have to clear your throat. <laughs> get, get it warmed up. No, <laughs> I don't think cheating is an unforgivable act, but I also believe that you have to look at the foundation of the two people involved or however many people involved in the relationship um, because if the foundation is already shaky and then somebody cheats on top of it, like I'm the kind of woman who it's going to bother me. If our foundation is is shaky already, it's going to bother me. I'm going to think like, not that I don't trust you, but now it's in the back of my head. I'm going to have to pray to God every night to remove those thoughts and those negative ideas from my head. I'm going to have to pray to God to not make me FBI and put my time into something else. And that's a lot of praying on something negative. Mm-hmm. I got to pray all of that. Mm-hmm. So I need, to, I need to evaluate if our foundation is strong enough before I decide if cheating is something unforgivable in our relationship. Because I could forgive you. I could. But I got to know that it's worth me forgiving. Yeah. It's worth me putting myself through all of these changes I have to work through. Because there's a lot you got to work through. A lot is like an understatement because that thing reaches deep down into your soul. Yeah. And then now your mistake is now making me question things in me and who I am as a woman and what I offer as a woman and what I offer as a person. And I thought you was my best friend. I thought you was my, I thought I was yours. Obviously not. Was you talking to the bitch while you was, while you were sleeping with her? Was you cuddling with her? Did mm-hmm. you leave right after? Was you mm-hmm. texting her all day the same message? See, too much. You see, I'm Too much. Too and much. Now I got to go to sleep and pray to God. To remove all of that. Mm-hmm. And guess what? It might not ever go anywhere. Might not. You might get better. You might not think about it as intensely. You might not think about it every day. But once a month, it's going to pop up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you're going to make that angry food. <laughs> you out 30 minutes too late. <laughs> and you know what's so funny? I have friends that were like, when you brought up the 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 concept of being FBI and looking mm-hmm. through stuff. And I had friends who would like go in, like go in, like I mean in the emails, in his no, phone, uh-uh. like um girl borderline follow you, like I mean would go in. And I'm just like, how do you operate like that mm-hmm. on a constant basis? Like constantly worrying about if you're cheating on me, when, who, like, to the point where I'm like, I'm listening to you, and it's making me, and I'm like, you put all this energy into finding out if he's cheating, if he's not cheating, and when you find something, because guess what, if you look and you're going to find something, you're going to find something, if he's not cheating, you're going to find something, something is going to make you feel insignificant, or feel like, oh, uh, uh, oh, I need to look a little bit more, I need to pay attention, mm-hmm. you will find something, no human being is perfect, Mm-mm. none, but can things be misconstrued, of course, you know, can one emoji or another make you feel like, why he sending her kissy faces, well, it's actually the same thing. If I saw her in person and gave her a hug and a kiss, it's the same thing, right? Now, if he's sending her 8 million of them on the page, that's a different story. But you got to be able to different. Yeah, close your eyes. <laughs> because honestly, when a man doesn't have a, like, has not cheated on you and you walk into a relationship with all that, that, oh, that yeah, fucking yeah. crazy, like, that, mm-hmm. where do you think that eventually is going to lead him? Yeah. Men don't like anything chaotic, convoluted, too much to think about. Too that he, dramatic. No, he's not. He's going to walk away because uh, 
their brain just doesn't function like that to deal with that on a they're simple minded one track what, minded. Like it's, it's very simple you start adding all kind of shit that ain't got nothing to do with nothing yeah I don't believe and I, I believe that you gotta be very very aware of like do I need to sit out of a relationship for a little bit if I have trust issues because for me I don't go into a new situation looking I don't do that but if you take me there, then I got to pray to God. But I'm not going to just walk into every new situation like, oh, the last man did me over, did me in. So here I go again. No, like, I feel like if that's the case, that's your thought process, you need to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. I mean, eventually, too, like, even if he does give you a reason, you're going to get over that, too. Mm-hmm. Because how are you supposed to sit comfortably mm-hmm. growing with that person, knowing that you just looked in his email? Yeah. And uh, then he comes home with, with a bouquet of flowers. You like, but mm-hmm. yeah. I just saw something in your email. No, I feel okay. So let me tell you though. I feel like millennial snooping, like young millennial snooping, mm-hmm. and old millennial snooping it's is different. different okay, because okay? young millennial might end up on if you did something, I might end up on your Twitter page. <laughs> I might end up in somebody's comments. I might. You okay, know? is this okay? I get what you're saying. I agree to us, but I think there's an end point. Like. I don't know how to explain it. Like I don't know. I never went. I never went deep. I I go deep on like Instagram yeah, yeah, or like yeah. Twitter, but I'm not about to be. I like... I think it's just a nosy thing to you guys. Like just want to know, like, oh, what you doing? What you into? Who you talking to? Mm. Not a really like. I mean, like those things should not be a part of your relationship. Right, right, right. Like if you just talking to a guy, you just met him, or mm-hmm. you trying to figure out who he is before you meet him. That's mm-hmm. a completely different story. We didn't have those things when I was dating. Right. So, um, but. I mean, like, your trust needs to be appointed. My husband could post for weeks, days. I don't know. I don't go on there every mm-hmm. day to see. Like, I would have to be like, oh, today, let me go. Right. And I'm going to like and support mm-hmm. and comment. Yeah, not because I'm looking for something mm-hmm. or let me see what girl is. Ta- so that's a mentality. Yeah. Like, like right. Stealth and not, not like anything now. No. Uh-uh. You know, I don't like you, you, you. It's all about your mindset. And if you're not, if you're already a woman who thinks like that, just organically, you got to work on that because that's not going to go over well in a, in a relationship with a man. It's going to push him into another woman who's simple that he gets along with that makes him feel like, Oh, life is easy, and we're just moving and shaking. He will leave you for that real quick because they don't want to deal with it. Ask a man one too many questions in one sitting. Like, there's not even, like, an issue or a problem, mm-hmm. but you just ask him several questions. Right? uncomfortable. <laughs> mm-hmm. So imagine you coming in there. I was reading your emails. I saw a girl on Twitter. But is, that, is that what happens, though? Is it not like you just keep that for yourself? Like a woman when she's not keeping that for herself? She's, oh no. Mm-mm. Yeah, I think I'm just nosy. I'm no, just nosy. she's not keeping it to herself. I'm just nosy, I guess. Mm-mm. She about to tell you. And, but the crazy part is I applaud the woman who says something versus the woman who doesn't. Mm-hmm. Because at least she's communicating. It's not great communication. She yeah. needs to work on it. Yeah. But the woman who's sitting on it, just stacking it up in her subconscious, mm-hmm. trying to figure out, okay. Okay, got, so she finds something and yeah. then she's. She got a file folder. I, I thought we meant like she was just like looking, didn't see anything. And she was just being nosy. Mm-hmm. And, or she, I'm talking about the woman who's going in. This oh. is what she does. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, And she might think it's something. Just You know your intent behind something. I did something. I didn't do something, but I saw something one day. Mm. I was on Instagram, and this uh, person that is a uh, hold some weight or held some weight, weight's gone. 
Um, but you know when like you now when you follow somebody on Instagram and you go on like another page, if they post something, it'll let you know. Yes. Yeah. So like I was on there one day and this Wait, you're a subscriber person? Do I follow this person? No, you said it lets you like alerts you know that they posted something. No, it lets you know if they commented on somebody, somebody else's, else's page. Stuff. Oh like, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you go there, you see their comment pop up first. Yes. So yeah, so then I was like on a page and I saw this guy, this, my fake boyfriend, he he tagged a girl and said some shit to her that was like, oh, this is what you're doing? <laughs> so, and I wasn't looking for it. I just went on the page. It was like mm-hmm. the shade room or something. Mm-hmm. I screenshot the this shit. Because you, this is because you follow him. And yeah. Gonna, yeah. So I screenshot and I sent it to him. I told him about himself. Mm. And then what happened? And he called me. And then what happened? And we just, you know, I was talking. <laughs> but... I was just telling a story. I can't wait to see you like a real relationship and not a real, real like marriage or engagement, but like, you know, the ones that lead up to those, Mm -hmm. you know, the ones that carry significance in your life, the ones that's going to give you like a real idea of like what it is to be like loved and committed Mm -hmm. and like enjoy life together. Like, I can't wait to see you in that space. Like, I want to know if these are just characteristics because of the nature of this relationship. I think so. Or is it characteristics of just who, who you are and, like, how is that going to play when you do feel it reciprocated? What, how is it going to play when you feel uh, comfort and um, secure? You know, like, how are those things going to play out? And even if you do do them, what is your intent behind it now when mm. you don't, you know? Like, yeah. just curious about We'll see. Keep your posts, people. We most certainly will. Okay. So our last question before we get to our her story is, um, how does how does cheating affect the dynamics of a relationship? You can go first. Um, Well, I've never technically that I'm aware of and know been cheated on. But I have been a cheater. Mm. Shame, shame, shame. And not directly, indirectly, you know? And what I mean by that is, you know how you set up a situation so that you did something, you could be like, nah, but we wasn't together, but you made that happen so that you wouldn't feel guilt about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real uh, strategic, yeah, real strategic. strategic for me. Yeah, yeah. But I was young, man. I was like 17, 18. That's what you're supposed to do then. Like, mm. you're supposed to do foolishness. That's, that, you get it out your system then. Mm. Yes, you might have broke some hearts and it wasn't the right thing to do. But <laughs> So, yeah. For me, um, I really don't know if it changed. It changed the dynamics for me, believe it or not. But I don't really know about the other person. Um, at that time, I wasn't, we didn't communicate on that mm-hmm. to that level you know right um i mean of course i knew it hurt because the when it kind of came to uh the surface um now i'm feeling like no don't leave me but technically wasn't together and da 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 da, da and you're like you you can't break up with somebody two minutes today and then five minutes later you talking to somebody else that's not how this thing works work like it doesn't work like that but you know a little young liz didn't know that you know mm. she was just 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 dotting and bopping, you know? Mm. But, uh, so I will say for me, I think later on, like as time passed, that I realized that I didn't love him as much as I thought I did. And that if I did, I wouldn't even have thought of that. 
So cheating on brought it to the surface, you would say yeah. more so. Like, I definitely loved him, don't get me wrong, but it kind of let me know that I couldn't spend the rest of my life with you. I also am a person where, like, if I was the one who cheated, I wouldn't stay with you even if you wanted me to. Because I know what that does to a relationship. It just, it destroys it from the inside out. And it's like a, it's, it's like a prune. It starts to just, and it's like, it, it doesn't matter. Like, love is not. Enough. I, yeah, it just isn't. Now, I'm not saying <clears throat> in some instances or circumstances that it can if you work on it and figure it out. But for me specifically, I just feel like I would walk away. If it, if it was me that did the hurting, I would walk away. Um, because I've hurt you, you know, and that to me just leads that I have a lot to work on and I need to go step away from this that requires a lot of my energy and time and go and figure out what's wrong with me. And, you know, me going away to college at the time when I was um, when I was with him opened up a lot of like I, I learned a lot about myself. You know what I mean? Good, bad and indifferent. And I just knew that it just it it was best for me to have broken it off when we did, you know. Um, yeah, I just I and then like sometimes I just felt. It was definitely one of those situations where, and I and I believe all women should follow this rule, that a man should love you more way more than you, love than you love him. And you'll know the difference. <laughs> and you will know the difference. Um, it, because it, a woman can, can fall in love with anything. She can fall in love with this chair, this book bag, this, 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 this apple over here. She can fall in love with anything. She can take care of anything. She can make anything feel loved and fulfilled. That's her job. But for a man, it takes way more. My grandma always says that. It takes way more for a man to even match you. So he has to come to the table passing you. Mm-hmm. Because as time moves on, your love is going to continue to grow, grow, and grow, grow. It's just going to be <laughs> Yes. So he has Stuck. to come to the table head over heels in love with you. Mm-hmm. Can't imagine himself with anyone else. Doing, you know, romantic things that you can't imagine. He has to come to the table like that. He has to. Because you're always going to be looking for ways to make him a better person, to make mm-hmm. this union better. To mm-hmm. You're never going to stop thinking about that. It's just in your nature. Yeah. You know, men at some point need reminding. You know, you got to tap a button, you know, like, hey, baby, we haven't been on a date in a little while. Or, you know, let's do this and this together. It's because they're so, like, geared towards, like, leaving a legacy, making money. Let's do this. Let's build our family. Like, they're one-track mind. So they forget about everything else. They're like, I got the girl already. I know this is what I want. So let's just do it together and forget about everything else so it, you you have to make sure that those things are intact um and of course you can figure it out together but knowing the dynamics of how that plays in your relationship is major um but yeah just back to the point I just like I said you have to decide you have to decide but I knew for me I had to walk away mm. because I think I destroyed something that was really precious amongst us and I was just young and just stupid, you know, that's what you do, young. For a long time, I regretted it, um, but then as I got older, I just realized, like, girl, you're going to beat yourself up about what? <laughs> like, no, you can't. You, you, you have reconciled yourself, you have forgiven yourself, you have removed the guilt, and now it's time to move on. Like, it's not like you, and I always say to myself, like, those are test relationships. Those are what gets you prepared for if you do want a marriage. 
those are the things that lead up to that. If he was supposed to be your husband, he would have. I never liked Tess. <laughs> I Me mean, neither, girl. Mm. <laughs> me, I, don't, me, I ain't trying to learn no lessons. <laughs> just give me, just take me to where I'm supposed to go. No, for real. But I think it's, you have to go through them because it makes you so much more appreciative on the other yeah, side. True. You just you you've seen spoiled brat people or people who just have whatever they want. They don't appreciate nothing, zero. Yeah. But even just kind of off the topic, but just something really simple. I remember like there was this girl I used to talk to, and you know she her family was you know they was well off, and I used to always peep something about her bag, and she would have like mad money in her bag, but it would just be everywhere in her bag. And, you know, us, we folding it, putting it in the wallet. We know how much we got. And I used to always think that that was so weird. But I didn't, like, not after, like, I stopped talking to her that I realized. And I was like, you take money for granted because it's never been nothing you had to count or know how much you have or had to realize, like, what this is or figure it out. or So it's just like, oh, I know I could just... Pull something out. Right. There's always going to be something <laughs> always in always something going to be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, Yeah. Mm. Okay, so history. You want to go first? I'll go first. Okay, so our her story today is definitely based off of cheating and what women will do, and your story that ties that all in one way or another. You know, and cheating. Some people think cheating is kissing. I know where you're going with this. Okay. Cheating sometimes could be, you know, it depends on the person. But I know where you're heading with this. You're saying this to me for a reason. No, 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 no. I'm just setting, you know, just just um, setting up the preamble. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for the story. <laughs> All right. So one night, I was dating this guy, and I got into a little something-something with him. Mm-hmm. Something, something. But my heart wasn't really in it. Mm. Like, I would kiss him and I would think about somebody else. Mm. I would be on dates with him and just imagining it was somebody else. Like, you know, we watch music videos or, or old movies mm. or shows when they um they look at the person, they see somebody else. Like in Shallow Hell, when he thought the girl was real skinny, but in real life she was huge. I don't know that movie. Oh, okay. Anyway. Well, movie, I know you don't. Mm-hmm. Wait, is was she, um who was the character that played her? Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, was her? I think so, yeah. I think it was her. Could be wrong. But yeah, she was blonde. Yeah. I think Gwyneth was who he saw when no, she was No, who was skinny. the guy? Who was the guy? Um, the guy was, dang it, why can't I remember his name? Not Jack Black, was it? It might have been Jack Black. I feel like it was Jack Black. Um, yeah, I feel like it was Jack Black. I think that's who it was. But, yeah, so, like, I would legit be, um, on a date. And, like... On a whole date, a nice date, like I should be enjoying the date. And I wasn't because I was thinking about somebody else. So one night, it's the same guy I had been going out with on dates. And, you know, we were enjoying each other. We had a nice night or whatever. And we were spending time together. And I was at his house. And I was in his bed. And Mm. I did something very disrespectful. At his house and in his bed. I did something very disrespectful. Oh, so he was disrespectful? He's laying on the right <laughs> side of the bed. 
I'm on the other side of the bed. And at some point, he, like, kind of, like, irritated me with something he did. Mm. And I was pissed off, and I was just, like, over it. And while he's laying next to me, I pick up my phone, (laughs) and I call the guy I was thinking about. And while you were occupying space with another individual in a very intimate manner? I did. Mm. I did. And I proceeded to tell him how I missed him, how I loved him. Are you... And I'm... Are you saying this via text message? No, I'm on the phone. Voice call. Voice call? Is he sleeping? I don't know. I didn't care. I didn't care at that point. I had no respect. I didn't care. I did not care. And it wasn't a short conversation. And I was telling him how I just wanted to go home. I'm saying all of this on the phone. I was like, I just want to go home right now. Like, I miss you so much. Um, and the fucked up part is, like, the guy on the, on the phone wasn't even, like, I don't know. I just feel like he didn't give me what I was thinking he was going to give me in that conversation. So it wasn't even worth me, like, being mm. mad disrespectful to a guy who was, like, present with me in that moment. So... Like, it could have been something as simple as I said, like, I miss you. And it was like, I saw you yesterday. Mm. Like, that kind of thing. Actually, I think that's what he said. He's an asshole anyway, but mm. still, in that moment, like, I'm over here risking it all to, to talk to you. But mm. that's what happened. So I... What was lesson learned? Don't call another man <laughs> while you're in somebody's bed. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Yeah, and I felt really embarrassed and, like, bad that I did that. Like, So how did he not hear you? He probably did. It was quiet. We were in his rooms. Quiet, lights off. It's nighttime. It's time to go to sleep. I, I rolled over and grabbed my phone and was on the phone in the nigga's bed. Was he asleep? I don't think so. I don't think mm. so. Shame, shame, I've been telling a lot of shameful stories on this <laughs> podcast these past couple episodes. Shame, 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 shame. I kind of already told my story. Um, and I say that mine's is uh, wanting to test the waters and eat the forbidden fruit. Mm. And let's just say the uh, serpent revealed a lot of truths. Mm. That's nice. I like that. That's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, like I was talking about before, like I cheated on my ex. and on a, It was a brick cheat. Yeah, it was a break cheat, but it was a fake break because I really wanted to deal with somebody else. That, like, like you said, in hindsight, you realize it wasn't it wasn't worth it. Mm-hmm. Like the experience was cool, but it wasn't worth destroying someone else's spirit that you really, really loved. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think for me, it was one of those things where it was like I had to get it out of my system because you ever had like. It was like this mutual sexual attraction that was like on fire. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't, like, every time, like, I would go to the parties, like, we go to the bathroom, we go to the parties, and I'm just like, can't wait. Like, I hope I see him, right? And only because we're gonna give each other a dub, that's the only reason. But I'm hyped, like, every backyard party, everything I got on my kid, I'm like, girl, you see him, he's here, you got butterflies in your stomach. You got a whole boyfriend, though. You got a whole boyfriend. But you used to get to the, um, you used to get to the to the um to the party or he wouldn't be able to go. Mm. And so you go to the party and you're having a good time. Mm. Or there would be situations where like <laughs> so he had a girlfriend too. 
but we would be want to dance but we know like we don't want nobody to like feel any kind of way yo everyone everyone knew it like everyone knew like we had this like attraction for each other or we like yo they dub mad dope together like let them and they would like block off so we could dub real quick <laughs> and it was the funniest thing ever like when i think about it now i'm like that was really hilarious but i appreciate all people in my life that came into my life you know what i mean that's what the people who usually hurt other people say thank you thank you for your role you played i fucked you up but thank you for letting me fuck you up so i could learn i'm sorry you know i really really am Mm. but the point being is it had to happen i guarantee you you grew from it and i grew from it I was young. Like, let's get real right now. Mm. Like, who's holding hands and walking down the Mulberry by 17? No, that's when you need to make your mistakes. I'm sorry. Like, that's why I said to you, like, I have a tolerance level for uh, for when friends call me about telling me about whack-ass dudes. Like, after 28, you don't need to be telling me that the dude gave you a promise ring. You you should want more for yourself. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? So don't tell me that. Don't call me with that foolishness. Don't don't do it. No, if he's not coming to you correct, let it go. So, I think when you're supposed to do your foolishness, it's your teenage years, your early 20s. I was waiting for that because I did something foolish. Yeah, and you get it out your system then. So, when you start embarking into your 30s and really looking for to to build a life with, you got it out your system. That's all. That's all I got to say about that. But... Yellow Yam. Hi, I'm Yellow Yam. <laughs> I love what you say. Hi. I'm <laughs> it's so dry, but has such personality. It's the craziest thing ever. All right. So our quote of the day is, the more that people rationalize cheating, the more it becomes a culture of dishonesty. And that can become a vicious downward cycle because suddenly, if everyone is cheating, you feel the need to cheat too. Mm, One more time for the listeners. The more that people rationalize cheating, the more it becomes a culture of dishonesty. And that can become a vicious downward cycle because suddenly, if everyone is cheating, you feel the need to cheat too. And it normalizes it. Mm Mm-hmm. Like... If you was your group of guy friends and, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of y'all got girls, a couple of you don't, and your friends is doing what they want to do, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. But they're single and you feel like, I'm young, This one, like mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be out here just doing whatever. Mm-hmm. It's You don't realize that you have to actually hold a higher standard for yourself mm-hmm. because you decided to commit to a queen. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I agree with you. That's why they said, like, depending on where you are in your life, if you're single and you want to be out here thotting and bopping and flirting and have a good time, that's the, that's the company you should keep. If you're ready for marriage and that's what you, then you need to associate yourself with those who are married and committed relationships. If you're married, that's what you surround yourself with as well, because at some point you won't have anything in common. Yep. And especially, but you have to be like willing to see that because I have guy friends who are not and they still hanging out with the same same people mm. that encourage them or encourage them to, to do live your life yeah no straight up and down no they're not looking out for your best interest because they don't value a, no. a relationship 
And that's okay. You don't have to. You, if that's not where you are, that's not where you are. Right. But, but don't push it on other people. Right. And you have to know that the, my friends are, uh, can't hang out with y'all when y'all do this. Right. I can't do this with y'all. Or you don't. Or you let the girlfriend go. Mm-hmm. You say bye bye. It was great. I realize I got a lot going on. I feel like I got some more uh, royal oats to sow. Mm-hmm. And you go and do that. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You, you you really it's the wanting the cake and eat it too concept. Like no, because now. You, you have the cake, but it's rottening. Mm. The cherry is falling off. Mm. The icing is half eaten. Mm. The layers, you can't even see them anymore. Mm. So do you still really want the uh, cake? I thought she was going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then you're leaving her with a cake that somebody else might not want either. Mm. That's unfair. Spoiled. Don't be selfish. Let it go if you have to. And live your wonderful free life. Don't catch herpes or AIDS or HIV. Don't don't catch nothing. Wrap it up. Please put on a condom every time, every day, every moment. Don't think for two seconds, oh, it's going to be okay. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Don't wear baggy condoms. Know your size. Yeah, don't be out here trying to wear um, magnums, okay? Mm -hmm. Get yourself a nice lifestyle or Trojan or whatever Mm -hmm. is hip and cool now. I don't know. I don't know. Haven't bought it in years, okay? I don't do that kind of stuff, so I don't know. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Well, tell them where they can find us, Mina. So you can follow us on Instagram at Her and Her Podcast. You can follow us on SoundCloud at Her and Her Podcast. Make sure you're posting the tracks. You're liking, you're loving, you're commenting. And also you can catch us on the iTunes podcast platform, Her and Her Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and it'll keep you up to date with what we have going on when new episodes and things are up. Yeah. That's where you can find us. We love you guys. Love and light. (laughs) Bye.